You've all learned to strike first. To be aggressive, not be losers. Taught you to strike hard. Put every ounce of your power behind everything you do. But I haven't taught you the third rule of Cobra Kai. No mercy. Welcome to No Mercy, a Cobra Kai kickback. My name is Jacob Burrows, and I represent Miyagi-Do. When my student loses, I tell them, you fought with honor, and he didn't. So no matter who won, you're the real winner. Luckily, I never had to face any of that myself, because I won every tournament I ever entered, and I fought a guy to the death once. Of course, if you're fighting to the death, it does matter who wins. So don't lose if you're doing that, like I didn't. Excellent. All great points. Uh, my name is Jim Scampoli. I represent Cobra Kai because I got what I wanted, but at what cost? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, we're here to discuss the season finale of season one of Cobra Kai, the 10th episode titled Mercy, uh, directed by John Hurwitz and Hayden Schlossberger, written by Josh Heald, uh, John Hurwitz, Hayden Schlossberger. And, uh, of course, the question on everybody's lips since last week yep. is, what is the name of the Johnny Daniel ship? We talked about it at length, and we've done some digging, and we can confirm, if you had any guesses at home, now now's the time. But the official name that we're going with, because <laughs> we did get to decide, is Lawrence. No, it, wait. No. La, La Russo. Yes. I fucked yeah. it. Yeah, you fucked it. <laughs> Jim, what is it? It's, it's La Russo. La Russo. So like La Russo, but with the L-A-W-R, like Lawrence, it's it's actually genius. And it was like staring us right in the face. We didn't make this up. We can't take credit for it. I wouldn't recommend Googling it, but uh, La Russo is the official ship of Johnny and uh, Daniel. Um, I mean, I'm definitely a La Russo. I, again, not so much romantically it's fine if you think that way i just want them to be best friends and hang out because i feel like they could learn a lot from each other i on the contrary would recommend googling it and i now have a folder on my computer titled la russo and again i'm sorry i messed up the name uh but it's because it's literally just one of their last names but it's it's la russo but spelt l-a-w like the start of lawrence yes. it makes so much sense it was staring his right at the face i i feel like there, there should have been a son in there but you know what well, I'll, I'll leave it i'll leave it it's fine this is good this is perfect much better so that's it that's uh i guess uh rate and review on <laughs> yeah, itunes yeah, and we we'll go. pack in this episode uh one go quick, to know.com go on jim <laughs> one quick question that i was going to ask last week and i want to ask before we get into the finale here um would Mr. Miyagi have taken a Johnny Lawrence under his wing? He would, right? There's like no question. You're talking about Johnny Lawrence in the past or what are you thinking of? I guess either or, whether it be a down in his luck Johnny Lawrence uh, back in the day after, you know, Kreese tried to choke him or like nowadays if Miyagi was still around and he'd have to like knock some sense into Daniel and be like, you know, uh, I can, I can teach Johnny. I can, we can, we can find balance. Mm. Well, you got to remember all the hoops we had to jump through for Mr. Miyagi to agree to do anything though. Like yes. he wouldn't yeah. have agreed to, to teach, uh, Daniel, like he wanted them to have no fight. He just wanted to go and talk it out, you know? And he was always the pacifist. Well, not always, yeah. but he was always trying to be the pacifist and like calm everything down. So I don't know under what circumstances 
you do that. Well, you know, you're right. I guess I worded it wrong. I guess I I don't want I don't quite mean teach, but I guess take him under his wing. Mm. Because yeah. uh, because like in obviously uh I guess I'm kind of leaning into here where we last left Daniel. Daniel shuns Robbie. That's not something Mr. Miyagi would do. Even under these circumstances, I do understand that Daniel is also kind of blindsided here, and he maybe is this some weird Cobra Kai plan, much like a Terry Silver uh, trying to trick me? Like, are they in on yeah. it? Like, is he planted here? So I guess there are some other circumstances that put Daniel where he's at. He does come around anyways, like as we see throughout this finale. But it just started, I was thinking a little bit about that. Or like if Miyagi was around these days, and we had Daniel and Johnny going at each other as they are. Obviously, Mr. Miyagi would be that voice of reason that would kind of knock their heads together a little bit and, uh, you know, make it smooth sailing from here on out. Yeah. So what you're saying is you and I need to write the AU. That stands for alternate universe yes. fan fiction about how role reversal Daniel joined Cobra Kai because uh, Johnny hadn't joined it yet. So when he goes to check out that karate place, he joins it, becomes badass and has no mercy. And meanwhile, Johnny Lawrence is getting bullied at home yes. and now he's getting bullied in school as well. And he gets taken in uh, by Miyagi. And uh, I can see it. I could I, see that as an alternate universe, yeah? Absolutely. I could see it. Well, uh, let's set that all aside for a second and talk about how I want it all. And I want it now, Jim. I yes. want all of it <laughs> that is in this episode. And I want it now. Uh, very 80s montage again. Um, the thing, and I know I, I mentioned this a lot, um, <laughs> all of this shit is so like American stereotype for us. Like It's just so strange all of this is very like yeah i don't know strange to watch because it's so like eh, pouring sugar on the churros and everything <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that yeah. whole montage every single part of it just feels so hyped up and uh, a point that my girlfriend raised as well is like it is ridiculous that everyone is so into karate but as we see with this sort of soccer mom who gets super into it like there are like people get very extreme about stuff like beauty pageants for their children and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. why wouldn't there be enough of a niche subculture that these dojos like to them, it's the most important thing in the world, you know? Yeah. Well, and it's, it's, it's commented on by uh, Dimitri when he's like, this has been going on for 50 years. <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah, but it, this is just, it seems like it's, it's, this is the perfect atmosphere for these people because it's been the most important thing in uh, Johnny and Daniel's lives that we've commented many times that finals, but now we're back in the environment where to everyone here, it's the most important thing. And yeah, everyone's got that subculture or small community where everyone's on the same page. And here we are, we're rooting for under 18 karate. Yep. And yeah, like when Daniel shows up, everyone's like, here's the former champ. And like everyone applauds. It's not just like the board or whatever. Everyone's like, oh my God, it's Daniel LaRusso. And it, the reason that makes sense to me is that he has all these ads and his branding is like all about that, I guess. So that's why people know of him. But it's ridiculous to think that these people like, yeah, of course, 1984. We all remember that. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Um, and I mean, when we start out, we have, yeah, like you said, we have the montage. I mean, 
I love the joke of the changing of the colors of the mats, but I wonder if logistically there was some reasoning behind it or if it was just the joke. But we got the blue mats, as we had heard about, and they get mentioned again in this episode. Um, and then we have the Cobra Kai's hanging out, uh, wondering if, you know, Johnny Lawrence is going to even make it. Uh, Bert has a hilarious story. Uh, is he dry? He's buying like a nudie mag, which, I mean, I don't think any kids are going to be getting nudie mags these days. Uh, they have cell phones and computers or whatever, but whatever. He's at the convenience store and he sees drunk Johnny, like pissing on his LaRusso car, uh, having his breakdown after, I guess he drove drunk away from, uh, Daniel's house, uh, in the previous episode. Well, he's, he's already drunk, uh, in the previous episode at the end of it. And then he has a uh, bottle here or whatever as well. And he's pissing on the car. Like you said that he would have driven there, <laughs> which is his car now. Uh, but yeah, it's, I guess shows him. And I do like Bert is hilarious there when he's like, like you didn't mention this until now like yeah i guess i'm just so used to seeing him drunk and like acting weird it didn't seem like that big a deal <laughs> but he's i don't know why uh johnny's shouting we're all gonna die <laughs> and just throws his bottle and bert's just like that yeah, business as usual yeah yeah that's just that's you know sensei lawrence for you uh yeah. a great moment but so yeah then they're like oh something happened to him what's going on but you know no johnny's not gonna miss a fight he's there you know yeah he had a rough night but he's not going to no show. And as we heard in the opening clip, you know, we've done the uh, strike first and the strike hard. It's time for no mercy, but I don't know, Johnny, maybe this lesson, uh, won't play out to what you want, uh, when this is all said and done. You have, no, I'm just trying to think logistically trying to add up the days because and this is a pointless exercise but i can't help it like they bert says he saw him last night right so we're just assume that that's the same night as what happened before unless it's he's just drunk on a different night which is totally plausible yeah but i'm just counting in my head of like well miguel told sam he'd see her sunday because they were going to train on sunday and i'm like oh, wait is yeah, it sunday Jesus. now yeah, you're right. like but it's but would you be training i i definitely got the math wrong but it just occurred to me that i was like uh you know does this all add up days wise uh but also that doesn't matter and b um he, he's definitely just drunk on a different night easily too it's very very easy to explain that away <laughs> although let's see what's he wearing Although I guess he could, he would wear similar stuff. He always, he's got a uniform, man. That's true. jeans and a long sleeve. Yeah. He's anyway, this is sleeve, we're yeah. wasting time yeah. on our finale episode with yeah, this. It just no. struck me for a second. <laughs> I mean, at least um, on on the other hand, time wise, we know that Miguel's been training since like Halloween ish, and now it's May, so it's way it feels way more plausible as far as a training and being now at. Um, a tournament than say the Karate Kid where like it's Halloween and the tournament's in December <laughs> and uh, I mean yeah. that I've heard different discussions on the Karate Kid where at least like they do have lip service to Daniel took karate at a YMCA so maybe at least he had the basics down but uh, we're yeah. not going to get caught up in all that but at the very least I give him credit for that it's been months of uh, Miguel training with Cobra Kai so it's very plausible that He'd be very confident and skillful here at this point. But I do love yeah. that they throw in that guy that does flips and crazy shit. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I think um, 
Uh, I'm going to set aside my qualms about the timing. I'm going to assume it's a different day because yeah. I also feel like Robbie wouldn't show up like if it was literally the next day. I plus, feel like he's had to have done some thinking in between, you know? Um, but plus who knows? Miguel was wasted, would have been wasted mere hours ago. So you're right. It's Great been point. some It's been some time. It's a different day. But you, you can assume that Sensei Lawrence has been drunk and brooding for multiple days since that happened yeah. with uh for the duration yeah. he's been on a binge um so amanda shows up uh in the larusso living room where sam and daniel are both being teenage girls on their phones and she gets them to go to the tournament because they're the sponsors so they have to go so they all go and it's a great turnout everyone applauds like i said and he gets to see the banner of him doing the kick thing you know, I love Daniel Larusso. I love that shot of him looking at the banner, though. I, I think it's yeah. so great. Uh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they do show in the good. montage they are putting up banners of different years, so they are laying the seeds for that moment. Like at the at the yeah. beginning, and they have like the 1978. It's like a shot from whoever was in that championship. Um, I mean, you'd have to assume that Johnny has one from the 1983. That would been nice to see. <laughs> yeah, it would have. Um, but it's not about that right now. Yeah. Well, he gives a speech about no mercy. And this is something my uh, girlfriend asked about as well. Like, how do they spin no mercy as a good thing? And this speech is basically like, this is how we spin no mercy as a good thing. Like yeah. him talking about how life always shit takes a steaming shit in your mouth or whatever, like he actually says. And uh, like, so you got to shit in life's mouth right back. No yep. mercy. That's yeah, but, what I gather anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. It's basically life's not going to, you're not going to get mercy from the real world. So you got to give it right back. And I think that's yeah. very plausible, especially to, you know, a group of outcasts, nerds, whatever people that have been picked on that have now found like a community and some power uh unfortunately a byproduct of that could be some bitterness and maybe like all right now uh, now's my turn <laughs> my turn motherfucker yep and so when the tournament starts he well he says before i'm like no no you're not wearing them and we know what's coming yeah uh, he's got the the, the evil the evil geese <laughs> uh the black geese uh and they all come marching in and go cobra kai cobra kai cobra kai and it's one of those moments where two things strike you go like, this is so nerdy and ridiculous. And I can't believe that people would cheer for this, but they do. And it's great. And then also, this is exactly that scene from Dodgeball as well. Uh, the movie Dodgeball, they come running in exactly the same sort of style. Oh, I never seen it. I didn't, I didn't know that. But yeah. uh, but also, again, like from a meta outsider perspective, it's nerdy. But in this environment where everyone's oh, on yeah. the same page, it's fucking badass. Yeah, and a cool name for a dojo, <laughs> yeah, like the guy says. Absolutely. Because, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I mean, basically throughout this this here, which is nice, is that it is like we're tournament now. Like we're not still building the tournament. We're, we're not even playing up other stuff throughout the episode. Like we get right into it. It's a little bit longer of an episode, but it's, you know, tourney stat status now, and we get to see the that – in the valley karate still has a has a uh, a community and we get to see some some ass kicking because again cobra kai has much better i mean no shame on the dude that did choreography for karate kid movies but like the fighting and stuff's way better obviously in cobra kai yeah and in the very first fight miguel does the kick <laughs> yeah yeah uh, which I guess Johnny taught him because, uh, I mean, Johnny must have studied that kick uh, 
besides studying it up close and personal uh, in the tournament in 84, um, he also must have uh, figured out how to do it and passed it on just as a fuck you, I guess, <laughs> or because it's a good kick. And it settles the, the, the idea of it being illegal because it's not illegal. He gets he, yeah. he, he wins off of it. Clearly, it's not illegal, so it's fine. Uh, well, I also feel like in this uh, episode, because the fights are more extreme, I feel like there's a lot of illegal contact. <laughs> it seems like there's a lot of punches to the face of when someone's on the floor and all this stuff, but everyone's kind of like, yeah. So I'm like, okay, yeah. I guess this is fine now. <laughs> it's more extreme. Now that, we're in the, now that we're in the 2000s or the 2010s, it's more extreme now. You literally have to attack someone with their back turned in order to get a uh, warning for unsportsmanlike conduct where like what Johnny did in the tournament in the original film was like bad, but he just like attacked his wounded side. Like it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm an apologist. Um, yeah. So there's like you said, the whole episode is the tournament. Uh, we kind of move quickly through some different fights. They keep it very clear by using the sort of stats board from the original who is progressing and everything. And it's also great that they have very, I don't know if real karate tournaments have these rules, but it's just very cinematically clear, like three shots and you're out like yeah. uh, and that's and it's, it's just very easy to quickly communicate as all these different people move through the ranks i love that bert gets his face kicked in <laughs> the build-up's so funny because they're kind of yeah. still in his corner like yeah let's do it bert and then the, the guy does like the first flip but they're still kind of like yeah no you got this bert like yeah don't worry and then <laughs> No mercy, Bert. I just get kicked to the ground immediately. And then the guy goes like, three points. And I'm like, okay, I guess you get three points if the guy can't stand up or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's I do like that because it does seem like in Cobra Kai that everyone who sticks around just immediately becomes super badass. But it's good to see that like as... Johnny has said, like, to Miguel, you're the my one shot at winning this tournament. Like, they might be picking up on the mental stuff, but they're no champions yet. Miguel just has that killer instinct, man, yeah. and, like, that dedication to keep training when everyone else is uh, goofing off. He's got that X factor. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, we get to see Daniel's on the sidelines, but he has those little moments where he's, like, rooting for Robbie, slowly kind of getting back into it. Uh, I mean, that's kind of building as that's going on. And it, it does, it's even s plausible when the flippy, jumpy guy is uh, against Miguel because Miguel's moving. He's moving on the mat. He's still got some skills. He might not have the same, the same uh, cartwheels and uh, front flips, but he's got the ground game. He still wins. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, show, and, and I mean, just the, the choices of different opponents and stuff makes sense for showing everyone's varying levels. We get Aisha's fight and her sort of getting, uh, patching things up with Sam, which seems to be leading into her Sam picking karate back up. Cause, cause as Aisha said, like, it'd be great to have another girl out there. And you're like, oh yeah, yeah. I guess they just let her fight the dudes. Huh? <laughs> that may, it's cool. Yeah. Progressive. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It makes sense. She's she's yep. she's fighting back, but yeah, she loses to uh, what's his the 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 mom, right? It's uh, Bender. Yes, like in yeah. Buffy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, and she goes and sits outside. Sam comes out, has a word with her, and I don't remember what they say exactly, but they apologize, and she says the front wedgie was great. Thanks for tearing <laughs> her a new vagina, etc. <laughs> yeah, just some good old bonding. Um. Because, yeah, it basically comes down to, oh, then we have, what, Hawk versus Robbie? 
uh, or is it first Miguel um, and uh, yeah, so Vander like, and Miguel? It, it potentially could have been Hawk versus Miguel in the finals, right? Although I guess that's kind of like in Cobra in Karate Kid. I think it could have been Johnny versus uh, I forget his face from Cobra Kai. Like Cobra Kai could be owning the whole tournament in the finals uh, if for they, sure if they didn't have these tempers or these uh, breaking the rules. Now, what do you think? Uh, would Hawk have uh, won the fight if he didn't break the rules? Mm, um, I guess he probably would have, right? I, that's kind. Of, is that like the easy out where it's like? Hawk doesn't lose face because, uh, you know, otherwise they could have just had him beat him. Or would that destroy the character and the confidence that Hawk has built up this whole season? Um, Well, this is better because it shows I feel like the whole episode is like a climax of Lawrence, uh, of Johnny seeing like uh, he's instilling something in these kids and it's getting out of control for him. Yeah. Um, and like when he he's trying to teach them something and I don't think he realizes what's the problem is with any of his teachings. And this, I mean, I've, com- I've complained a little bit about the convoluted ways that Robbie like ends up as Daniel's student and all of this, but like, as far as the emotional arc and what Johnny has to see and go through, it just makes so much sense that he instills all of these, this stuff in these kids is he's Hawk, totally break the rules and like not care because he's like, what am I going to be a pussy? I don't care about rules. I don't care about anything. I'm Cobra Kai. Yeah. And his kids cheering for that. And then Miguel as well, when, you know, he says, I found the weak spot and Johnny's like, yeah, but like we had, well, win a clean fight or whatever. And it goes against everything else. It has to be his son up there yeah. that Miguel is fighting for it to make sense. And for him to totally see that this isn't a good thing that it's come to necessarily. Um, so yeah, very bittersweet. And uh, Hawks, uh, anyway, the point I was making is Hawk kicking this guy from the back is just an aspect of that really. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, just, uh, you know, uh, a, a emotional comeuppance for, for Johnny Lawrence. I do love the bit here about, Xander is kind of the person that everyone should be rooting for to win because he's like noble and he's making a nice speech. And meanwhile, like whatever your choice might be, whether it be Robbie or Miguel or Cobra Kai, Miyagi-Do, whatever it might be, it's kind of like uh, another goof on it being just pettiness. Like, <laughs> uh, Yeah, but Xander, like that speech is so douchey though. That's like, true. It's exactly. the worst. Yeah. Like I was there like, it's terrible because he just takes the mic and starts talking about all this like buzzwords. What the fuck is he actually doing to end all of any of these uh, prejudices and all this stuff? It's just like, uh, I don't know, the kid in class who always has a project to donate money to this or that, but isn't actually doing anything of value. I don't know. Yeah. It's very bad. <laughs> yeah. And it's then, just perfect. Uh, a perfect son for that mother to have. <laughs> and then what? Kick that uh, pansy bitch in the face or whatever he says to him uh, uh, when uh, Johnny talks to Miguel. But yeah, so it kind of comes down to we have, you know, Miguel goes to the finals uh hawk as we mentioned hits um robbie from behind so we get to have where daniel goes to talk to robbie um uh, back in the locker rooms or what have you and i think this is really important um to show like that daniel is a good dude because he doesn't take the opportunity to shit on 
Johnny Lawrence. And every moment we've seen this whole show, he's always going to shit on Johnny Lawrence because they have this thing. But when it comes down to him talking to him about like, like hey, it's still your dad. And, you know, they yeah. bring up the no such thing as a bad uh, uh, student, just bad teachers. It's things that Daniel should think himself as well. But at least his mind's in the right place when it comes to this kid that he does care about, but he does understand that there's a father-son relationship that he can't change. So I, I like it a lot. It shows like the real part of Miyagi. And I mean, they throw in the goof of like the clapping your hands together and doing the magic. But uh, I like that whether it be you dislike Daniel, love Cobra Kai, love Daniel, hate Cobra Kai, whatever it might be. I think it's just an important because we see Daniel be such a shitbag in a lot of episodes this season that it shows that there's still the values there. Like there's still some self-awareness or common sense. Yeah, and I like that they do a goof with the clap and the rub because <laughs> yeah. it feels like if they did that now, it would be like Danielson is not... Even if he's not Daniel LaRusso and he's Danielson again, he's still not Mr. Miyagi. Like, he's yeah. still got a ways to go. And I feel like uh, maybe we'll see more of that. It's a, it's a touchy subject because it's Asian magic, like Asian magic trope, like old Asian magic man trope, yeah. uh, which you have to handle carefully. But I still feel like there's an opportunity to get back into that in the future of Cobra Kai. But we'll leave that for future discussions. That's why, similarly, when he does the stand up on one arm type thing, he has to fall over when he does it previously. He can't do the clap and then do it now and just be like, that would be just for the sake of it. And instead they puncture it and make it a comedic moment, which is uh, good. I yes. like it. Yeah. And then in the in the midst of this before the showdown, I mean, Miguel and Sam have like a quick back and forth and there's like uh, the, things are not copacetic. He kind of ends it with like, yeah, you see what I do to Robbie, like very un Miguel uh, in a lot of yeah. ways. But this is no mercy Miguel. So I think that's what we call him when he, when he turns yeah. to the dark side. <laughs> No mercy, Miguel. So, so good. Um, yeah, that's, we need to coin that. But also, yeah, I, I wanted to call out in the fight between Hawk and R Robbie. Uh, it's one of these moments that isn't like as great, I think, when he's like, um, like Daniel Sons, like, ah, oh, he's not focused. And he stands up and goes, Remember what you learned, Robbie? <laughs> yeah. And Robbie looks at him, nods, and then he has a flashback. And I I wasn't yeah. thinking of this, but just last episode, I was complaining about flashbacks to like the previous episode where we were saying flashbacks to like Karate Kid or Karate Kid Part Two or whatever makes sense. But like he just breathes and there's a flashback. And maybe it's, the problem is I watch it with subtitles because the subtitles just say in parentheses flute music. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I get it. Subtitles, there's flute music and he's searching his insides for balance and all of that. And he has a montage and then suddenly he kicks ass. And like, it does, it does make sense for the story, but just the execution of it, I roll my eyes a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I think you could have just had him, you could have done almost everything the same, like even had the music cue. And then just not have the flashback because it really is yeah. literally just a flashback. Like it's him closing his eyes on a tournament mat and then, but then him in the woods closing his eyes. So it's not like, yeah. it, it's not like he's even thinking of, not that I would even like it as uh, uh, any differently, but it, it's not even him like doing a cool move or something, you know? Uh, yeah. But I love that music cues. 
Yeah, sure. Um, so we, I guess we're up at the last fight where Daniel's saying, like, you don't have to fight. And he's like, oh, I have to face him sometime. And I guess he's talking about his dad, uh, yeah. even though he's not fighting his dad. But he kind of is. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they, they get up uh, to the final fight. And uh, well, we have to give a shout out to Daniel Russo's going to coach. Daniel LaRusso is going to coach. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Crowd goes fucking m- mad. Um, and yeah, so, I mean, for uh, for Johnny, this is like bananas because he never got an explanation of like, oh, no, I didn't know that he like because Daniel knows that he wasn't conspiring with the, that, that Robbie wasn't conspiring with Johnny because of the reaction. But Johnny doesn't know that that Daniel wasn't manipulating his son, right? Like, he has no reason to know that. So when he shows up as the coach, you kind of have to forgive Johnny for going, like, what the fuck? You, like, seem like you've intentionally stolen my son? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could. he could maybe read a little bit into it, like he wasn't training him before. It's like, but yeah, you're right. Like, from his point of view, like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) <laughs> and i do but love then that's that, what happens when he doesn't have like a handle on what's going on with his son yeah. sometimes they get coached by your karate rival i'm sorry johnny <laughs> yeah i do like they get to have a quick little you know they kind of walk up to each other off mat but like still in that uh all valley moment like in front of the crowd and i think that he's like uh daniel has that final line where he's like are you kidding like this will never be over and it's like yeah you're yeah. right this is not this this is not ending ever yeah, we want more seasons, damn it. <laughs> um, so they do the fight, and I'm trying to. I'm, I'm honest. I'm struggling to remember like all the beats of the fight. It's a very good fight. I did feel like when um, I think Robbie gets the first point, and then at some point Robbie does the super kick, and that's when I remembered like in the forest when he's like, ah, oh, even Danielson is never in once in my twenties. I almost did this kick, and all we got here was like. Well, he skateboards, so like he can do the super kick, I guess. I guess to be fair, uh, his super kick doesn't quite match because he doesn't do a full like handstand, but he mm-hmm. does like out of necessity because he's got the bad shoulder. So he was able to put his body on the good arm and then do the double kick. Like at least it makes sense in the fight. Whereas when they're setting yeah. it up, I'm like, how the fuck? Cause you almost picture where it's going to be like when Daniel's doing the crane as they're like lining up, like all of a sudden Robbie just goes on one hand. <laughs> Hang <and> on. <laughs> like, yeah, I need some time to set up this balance thing. Hang on. Yeah. Uh, but it is pretty bad as when Robbie fights with one arm and is uh, going toe to toe with uh, Miguel still. That's yes. pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, he gives him the, I mean, he, he like Daniel calls time too. He kind of gives, gives him another opportunity to be like, look, you don't have to do this. Uh, you know, kind of reminiscent. I think doesn't doesn't um, Mia. Oh no, Miyagi actually just talks him into the fight when he's fighting the the bad boy of karate, isn't he? Because isn't Daniel like I just want to give up, <laughs> forget it? And then he's like Daniel son, and he gets him back <laughs> into the fight. So I guess it's different from that. But Jim, uh, we don't talk about that film. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Robbie stays in. You know, finds balance. But then it's you know it's you start to see where we're going because. You can't use your super duper setup win the day move for just a tie point. You have to save that move for the winning point. Yeah, so exactly. now that we're tied, Daniel didn't teach you that. <laughs> yeah, I, and but I mean, it, there's enough caveats here where even though 
I, I mean, I feel like Miguel has to be, you know, a, a, a better karate technician. Although I guess Johnny Lawrence technically was probably better at karate than Daniel, but Daniel still won. But they give a lot of there's a lot of safe face things happening because, you know, Robbie's already hurt. Then it's re-aggravated and he goes after his weakness. So there's a lot of kind of safe face maneuvers here where even though Robbie loses, much like Daniel says, you know, hey, fought with honor. So he did, no matter what that trophy says. Yeah, uh, and it's a good thing it wasn't out of death. Um, yeah. And Johnny uh, gives him, like, he talks to um, to Miguel and says, like, you know, the, yeah, we want to win, but we got to win right. So there's no need to fight dirty. And, like, Miguel correctly is like, what? There's nothing dirty about winning. You taught me that. And yes. that's the sort of the point I was getting at before where like the whole season, it's been like, you can't change chorus now, Johnny. It's too late. You're going to have to watch this guy beat up your son. And then your son is going to walk away with your childhood karate <laughs> rival and bond with him. And you're going to be here a winner. So no matter what it says on that trophy, you're a loser. <laughs> yeah. And even like to, to a certain extent, because we see multiple times, um, Miguel's mother's in the crowd and she's kind of like, ah, my son, I can't watch. I don't want him to get hurt, but also cheering because he's winning. But in a way, it also is the thing. Part of the reason why she didn't want him to train is because of like the person he's becoming. But now yeah. it's not it's not as a parent because it's just like, no, he's just really great at what he does. And he won a trophy like but she doesn't see the the change that's happening. So there's some good good stuff playing out there. At the same time, his grandmother is like, uh, well, who smoked a joint before <laughs> arriving, just stands up and cheers. And like, there's a couple of scenes where uh, Miguel's mother seems to be almost flinching, even though Miguel is not the one getting hit. He's yeah. like hitting someone else, you know. And I read that kind of as, as her scene. Like, it's very like, I don't feel great, especially considering her backstory, which, again, was just a line about her, like Miguel's father. Maybe she sees something dark in her son that is, you know, she doesn't want that for him. Like, yeah. So, you know, there's uh, I, I saw some of that. But in the end, he gets the trophy. So, it's of course, it's a, it's a positive. Yeah, all um, that matters is he wins. He won. But, but I do like that Sam left because, like, he Johnny feels so hollow after that victory. So as a viewer, you're kind of like, Man, fuck you, Miguel. Even though Miguel <laughs> is just try- doing his best to win a tournament, you're still yeah. kind of like, fuck you, Miguel, because you made Johnny feel sad, even though totally not fair. So that's why you're like, yeah, I'm glad that you also feel a bit sad that Sam wasn't there to watch you beat up uh, this other guy, you know? It is even interesting that he would even think she'd still be there because it's he was just kind of like, yeah, what should I do to run? Like, he wasn't being like, hey, catch me after the fight, you know, we'll hang out later. <laughs> Yeah, and you got got to mention as well like it's never brought up that sam like knows or has any opinion about what's going on with robbie because daniel and robbie's relationship is a lot more developed than robbie yeah. and sam obviously because <laughs> because for sam imagine finding out like oh that guy was hanging out getting taught by my dad uh he's apparently uh the child of his karate <laughs> rival and he started working at our car company to trick him into uh pissing off his own dad but now we're kind of friends <laughs> i don't know that would be a strange situation so it's not touched on at all <laughs> yeah yeah i guess it's just nice she decides to leave we don't need to stay for the finals but then we get a nice little hint because when she's back at me miyagi Do or back at home i guess not technically miyagi Do, it's just their dojo at home we see uh you know she's she's still got the moves i do like that 
she kind of has like a, her own style. I mean, we saw it hinted at on the when they have the date. It's more like a, yeah. um, I don't know, like like UFC, like the way she kind of like took uh, Miguel down and she does these flips and punches. Uh, you know, so the, it, she's 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 ready to kick some ass. She's going to be very important to Miyagi Do. I hope she never joins Cobra Kai, but I'd be heartbroken. But she probably will. Yeah, everyone will eventually. Um, So Johnny, after the fight, after the win, everyone's cheering. He has the trophy. Miguel even gives him the shout out. He sadly walks over to Daniel and Robbie and he says that he's sorry to Robbie, which seems like what Robbie's needed to hear for a long time. And like, how how do you read this whole interaction? Because it seems like Robbie's found like, I guess, inner peace or whatever. Because he's like, it's okay, dad. It's okay. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Um, so, yeah, I guess that's good. I guess the because they seem fine, and the only one who's going through turmoil here is Johnny, which I guess is the thing because he won, but he's not really a winner. Yeah, yeah, I feel like there it's played that Robbie has found peace, but he's not okay with his dad yet. But it's kind of like some of the the I guess the thing they did halfway of him being a bad kid trying to get the revenge on his dad is not there it's just like like uh daniel said he let go of the anger and found a balance so it's not like he's super upset that he lost or even that he's not gonna dad about it yeah and he's not gonna rub the whole situation in his face but i will also say that the only reason he did that was because he was like fuck you dad and like (laughs) in a way he got exactly what he wanted because his dad feels terrible now so he has found inner peace but he did do it by getting the revenge that he wanted so i don't know (laughs) it's like the uh i'm not mad i'm just disappointed and in a way like how you know that's gonna like cut to the bone way worse than just yelling at someone like yeah it's it's some uh real psychological warfare that miyagi (laughs) instilled in these men (laughs) (laughs) but yeah especially because he's like let's go mr larusso and he doesn't even like really talk to his dad but he's not even mad like you said he's just like ah we're gonna go now you have your moment you have you go have your little moment (laughs) and these i mean i i don't know if it hasn't been called out too much by us but these second place place to- trophies are pretty dope. I mean, I understand that it's a bummer you get second place, but thinking about when Johnny got his and then Robbie's got his in the car here, they're still pretty dope trophies. It's not like they made them really small. It's almost like the same size as the first place. But uh, I'm just saying there's not enough uh, shout-outs given to these second-place trophies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, the trophy place had, like, one size trophy, and we got some in silver and some in gold. And maybe next year we'll get some in blue just to spice things up. Uh, new trophies. You love the new trophies. Um, so in the car, they have the talk, Daniel and Robbie, like I referenced at the start, and we've been talking about throughout that, you know, it doesn't matter what it says on the trophy. Um, you know, you're still the winner uh on the inside and robbie mentions like well you got what you wanted cobra kai is gonna be back in the valley which i guess yeah because within this subculture they're the big thing right yeah. up na- now i guess because they did a good showing um and now danielson he lives up to his ah oh, this will never be over by saying like over my dead body so he's <laughs> yeah. let it go but he still would be over his dead body that he saw uh, Terry Silver's dream of a Cobra Kai dojo on every street corner like a Starbucks. Like, he still doesn't want that. So, I don't know. I feel like it's a sort of in-between thing where he's got inner peace, but he also wants to say, fuck you. <laughs> it is, but I feel like it's coming from a place of not, like... Balance. Yes, yeah. It's not a personal thing against 
Johnny per se, but it's just the idea of some of the values that Cobra Kai can instill. I mean, yeah. and especially it's not like if he had maybe seen something different in the finals where they weren't injuring people and then preying <laughs> on the like at the very least he could you could maybe make an argument like well daniel should start to realize like it's not what cobra guy he expected but he's kind of saw a bit of what he expected and he wants to you know for the good of the youth of the valley there needs to mm. be a miyagi dough out there to try to instill good values and uh good karate out there Hey, Jim, when they talk about the valley, what does that mean? Dude, honestly, There's been so I've been thinking about this a way too much, and I honestly don't know. <laughs> what is a valley girl? Usually, There's a valley in California, right? I, and it, that's what the valley it, they're talking about. Because obviously, like, I mean, I live in uh, Las Vegas, and we're in the valley because we, we're surrounded by mountains. So I guess it has something to do with how, like, rich people I know, at least from movies and TV, like, you live in Beverly Hills. You're up in the hills, and then the mm. valley is where the poor people are. I mean, I assume Reseda's in the Valley. I did hear other people arguing about, like, the plausibility of if Daniel and Johnny would have gone to the same school. So people do get into these discussions because they're like, well, if Johnny lives up in blah, 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 and Daniel's in Reseda, they would, be in the, they would not be in the same school district. <laughs> <laughs> what is the Valley... California. I'm just like this is the most important uh, yeah. question. It's well, it's just because San Fernando Valley is referred to as the Valley. Uh, okay, well that that solves that. <laughs> yeah, because there are like I mean, obviously if you if you go through like L.A. and Hollywood and stuff, you, you can see all the hills and and yeah, I assume the rich people are up in the hills. That's usually where you see like the nice big mansion, and that's why it is the Beverly Hills. And then the Valley is just kind of like this flat city where you can look down upon all the poor people. Yeah, but it's like being a valley girl. That's when you're a rich girl who talks yeah, weird. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that um, I don't know. Okay, so it says uh, the the it's the San Fernando Valley. Um, so that's everyone in South California, Southern California is complaining about that. That's the one. And then there's also the Central Valley, which is huge and more diverse. And then uh, when it's about tech, obviously, when people talk about the valley, they mean Silicon Valley. Yeah. But I'm going to assume that's not a crossover we're going to see no. anytime soon. Um, yeah, important stuff. They get to uh, Mr. Miyagi's house. We skipped over that bit to talk about this instead. Really emotional. Um it's great. It's great. I love it. It's 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 uh, handled so well with the the hint at the car, and then we get the music coming in, and you know you see you you see see the the fences, the doors, and here we are. Like welcome to Miyagi Do. Like yeah, for as we've talked, obviously we're we've been gushing on this show all season. It comes together in such a great way to gear up for season two between. The Miyagi Do reveal, and as we're about to get to the crease reveal, it's logical steps, but they're handled so well, and you're kind of you're amped up, gassed for the next season. Yeah, and like you said, crease is back. Fuck crease. Yeah. I don't want crease back. <laughs> like it's so ominous, and it's so like no, we don't want this. But it's just so in tune with the the journey of the season that we were describing about Johnny finding his own sort of inner badass and learning he, he can be badass in different ways and reinterpreting like when he went to the meeting and was badass by talking instead of fighting and like him instilling these values in people 
but not quite being in control of what it is is kind of like how people are casually homophobic when they call something gay and stuff like that where they don't see it they're like no nah, it doesn't mean that it means this but then these children impressionable people can take it on and make it mean something different and like it can be something negative to them um that's the sort of parallel i see anyway yeah uh, does that make sense at all no no it makes sense it's just and it's also just kind of like uh you know in the same way that if he was his biological father and and trying to kind of get away from your roots uh, or to take a sopranos thing the the putrid sopranos gene uh you know crease obviously has a huge power over johnny and we're starting to see him become his own man and get out from under that and it's the worst possible timing for crease to show up so of course in a tv show that's when he's going to show up and i just love the idea of like he immediately got word like like he's been laying in wait hoping that cobra kai would win a championship and he's like oh hell yeah great this is awesome and... Well, of course, he has a subscription to Karate Weekly, <laughs> yeah. and there's going to be all sorts of news, or at least just subscribes to some Facebook groups about karate. You know, he's an old person, so he's on Facebook. Um, and yeah, you would have seen immediately because he, he knows every winner of the All-Valley Tournament, and he knows they were banned, so they're never going to be back. But guess what? They're back. So so is he. Yes. Yep. So everything's in, in a nice spot. Uh, all the pieces are in place for a season two and uh, come along for the ride people. Yeah. Thanks for coming along for the ride for a season one. We're obviously going to go through season two of Cobra Kai in a similar vein. If you have thoughts on the first or second season or any at all, we may, after we finish season two, depending on if season three has been announced or released, uh, we may do an episode with sort of feedback and thoughts from people. So if you have any thoughts on the show as a whole, send them along to shows, what you know, show at gmail.com. And it may get read out there on a future episode. Um, You can of course also leave a review on Apple podcasts. Uh, We'd very much appreciate it. Even if you don't have an iPhone, you can just do it on apple.com. It's super simple. You just create an account, leave a review and it helps us out a lot. Um, Beyond that, of course, uh shows what you know.com is where you can find coverage of our other shows like sopranos like jim mentioned and a bunch of other things uh is there anything else jim there is there is one more thing that we have to get to oh what's that strike first strike hard no No mercy. mercy